The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It is a crisis of confidence. While our economy may be weakened and our confidence shaken, it's time to talk money. The people are looking for honest answers, not easy answers. And we cannot rely on quick fixes or easy answers. It's the Financial Guys radio program. I do not promise a quick way out of our nation's problems. I wish I could tell you there was a quick fix to our economic problems. With local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To take no unnecessary trips. We can't drive our SUVs. And we will make America great again. God bless you and good night. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, welcome back. Financial Guys, News Radio 930, WBEN. I'm your host today, Glenn Wiggle. Mike will be back next week. I have in studio a couple of special guests today, Abby Gwynn, CFP, Women Investing in Our Office, part of our team, along with uh, one of her associates, uh, Carrie Mockamer. We're going to be talking about uh, well, overall financial planning today. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, you know, debt, credit, things like that. Mm-hmm. And for the first time ever, Lily's in, well, not for the first time her in the studio, but my daughter Lily is helping us Facebook live this. We've and got technology all over the place in here. Everywhere. Something and, else. And what's the Twitter call? Periscope? Is that what it is? I don't know. So we're, yeah. Paris, we're, <laughs> yes. we're, we're, we're periscoping and we're live, bo- we're, we're live Facebooking at the same time. It's a live so. stream on Facebook. So if you go to the Financial Guys Facebook page, you can right. actually watch Glenn doing the show right now. Yeah, he's waving right now. So if you're at home and you got some time and you want to go online, you can actually see the studio, you know, see him take the calls, and it's pretty neat. The whole thing, right? So the the Facebook feed is stationary here to my right. The Twitter feed is behind me, and that'll be moving around, kind of giving you the overall view of the studio as well. So, And, of course, if you want to join us here on the air, 803-0930-STAR-930 is a free call and a cell. And, of course, 1-800-616-9236. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to start before I get well, to that. If you want to text, yeah. oh, if you text want to text, 30930. I'm, I'm responsible for making sure people text today. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I've never known the number before. Some of the texts that came in last week were fantastic. We got a chance to fill in for Sandy mm-hmm. Beach uh, not this past Friday, not yesterday, but the week before. Right. And uh, lots of, of text messages came in. They were hysterical to read, so uh, do that as well for sure. Um, before we get into the topic of today, I wanted to... Uh, talk about a few things and, you know, just kind of some of the local stuff going on. Uh, first of all, I wanted to, to give a shout out to the McCain family. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, this week, uh, John McCain diagnosed with a brain tumor, right. uh, brain cancer. I guess it's in a pretty good spot to be able to treat it. They already uh, operated on it from what they said when they were in there to do the blood clot. Yeah. So so I guess it's in a spot where they can hit it with radiation or chemo and, and, and shrink it, and, and it should be hopefully not a... Uh, 
you know, not an imminent type of thing, but obviously, you know, very, very serious. So um, he's know, a fighter anyway. I mean, he is a fighter. Yeah. I don't I don't always agree with John McCain. In fact, most of the time I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. I wish he was a little more conservative. But, you know, certainly, you know, it's hard for the family. And, and his daughter was, was right. tweeting out as well. And, you know, so wish the best of the McCain family. Um, as I was going through Twitter, which is one of my new favorite things, uh, I noticed that Eric Holder was out this week uh, heckling the president, uh, you know, he just is amazing that these former uh, Obama, you know, folks don't just go away. You know, mm-hmm. it'd be nice if they just went away. I mean, just go take a vacation, go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, he's he's got to be out there heckling the president like so many other you know former administrative officials. Um, Eric Holder is the only. Let's talk about you know throwing rocks in a in a glass building. He's the only person, uh, a, a government official, who's ever been held in contempt of Congress. Wow. This is the guy who set up Fast and Furious, you know, ran the drugs, uh, the drugs, the, the guns over to the drug cartels. 2,000-something mm-hmm. uh, guns were, were basically allowed to be purchased by drug cartel folks, and they forgot the, the tracking part of it. So <laughs> they, just, they just went, and that was it. And, of course, you know, it had disastrous results. Um, so you, you think that, you know, folks with that kind of track record would just go away, right? But no. Uh, Trump this week finally calling out uh, some of the senators. We've been saying for mm-hmm. a while what, what, what President Trump needs to do is, you know, put these senators into a room and, and Not shame let them. them out? Well, you know, <laughs> basically say, listen, you know, get this done, right? I mean, right. what the thing that I, I can almost admire about the, the Democrats is they're willing to fall on their sword for what they believe in and to further their agenda. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is they passed Dodd-Frank. It was largely unpopular, and Chris Dodd didn't run again, and Barney Frank didn't run again. They both retired after that. Right. How many Democrat senators and Congress people had to resign or, or just basically not run again and decide that they're going to retire after they passed the you know wholly unpopular Obamacare mm-hmm. and the unpopular Dodd Frank? Mm-hmm. You know the the Republicans are, are more worried about their own job than anything else. That's their priority is their own job. And it was nice to hear President Trump call them out this week and uh, and, and finally put some the spotlight on them and, and shame them a bit. And I wanted to play a little bit of a clip from uh, his press conference after that meeting, if I could. Go ahead, Frank. Howard, have you been given a hard date by any officials as to when Solar City will open up? I mean, when you say will open up, no, 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 exactly. You got the wrong clip. They're, they're, they are That's open the wrong up. Clip. They're Hey, that's, we're going to play that in a bit, too. But the the, uh, the YouTube clip of President Trump is what I needed there, Frank. Frank R. Carey. Uh, I'm ready to act. I have pen producing in, hand, in the studio believe there. me. I'm sitting in that office. I have pen in hand. You never had that before. You know, for seven years, you had an easy route. We'll repeal, we'll replace, and he's never going to sign it. But I'm signing it. So it's a little bit different. But I'm ready to act. For seven years, you promised the American people that you would repeal Obamacare. People are hurting. Inaction is not an option. And frankly, I don't think we should leave town unless we have a health insurance plan, unless we can give our people great health care. Because we're close. We're very close. The other night, I was very surprised. That's good, Frank. You can cut it here. Mm -hmm. I think what amazes me, though, is that Anybody who has any type of finger on the pulse of politics, any degree, they're aware of what's happening with the, with the Republicans. They know that they've been given, you know, the Senate and the House, and now we have the president. It's like they have everything they need, and now 
pretty much everybody in the American public is like, well, what's Get it going done. on? Like, why aren't done. you doing it? Yeah. You know, it, it's incredibly obvious now at this point that the politicians are just, they just don't want to do it. Well, it's it's frustrating because he's right. For seven years, we heard, "Well, you got to give us the house, and we right. can we give us back the house, and we'll and we'll stop this stuff." Right. Right. The Democrats had the house and the Senate and the presidency for two years, mm-hmm. and they got so much damaging legislation, huge bills. I mean, two thousand mm-hmm. page Obamacare, two thousand page Dodd Frank bill, mm-hmm. uh, crushing uh, crushing regulations for banks. And, and credit institutions, um, you know, making it almost impossible to get to get mortgages and loans, making the time that it takes three times as long as it used to be. Mm-hmm. And in those two years, with all that damage, Republicans said, give us Congress back. We'll stop it. We'll defund it. And we gave them Congress back. They didn't defund it. Things kept going. Well, we, you know, the real power is in the Senate. We have to have the Senate. So mm-hmm. we gave them the Senate. And they didn't defund it. They didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. There's no way that we would be where we are today unless the American public wanted something changed or the majority of the American public wanted something different. So the American people have made their will known right. and the politicians are still playing their little games. And I know it's all about, you know, we got elections coming up for a lot of these people and they're just looking out for themselves. That's right. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you're there to do a job and you're representing the people. So if, if it's this obvious, what's your excuse? Well, it's nice to hear President Trump come out and say, for seven years, you've promised, for seven years, you promised that we just got to get the White House. We mm-hmm. just got to get Congress back. We just got to get the Senate. Mm-hmm. Now we have the Senate. We have Congress. Right. We have the presidency. In their minds, that never We've was going to happen because it was Trump. So they, they weren't even worried That's about right. it because they never even thought he would ever get in. Right. And then once he got in, now it's like, oh, now what do oh, we do? How many times ah. did, they, did they pass a repeal bill when Obama was president? It was like something like 23 times or something. It was like 20-something times. Well, then he was just signing stuff into law left and right. I mean, thank goodness we got a lot of that out of the way. But, I mean, if if we don't start seeing some action, I I think the Republicans— they're not going to be viewed as as any use at all. It's like you're you're going to have a lot of people just migrate away from the Republican Party in general. Yeah. You have people that won't show up to vote anymore. They'll say, you know what? They're not going. They're, they're, it's the same as the Democrats. Why even bother? And that's right. exactly what will happen. So, anyway, um, in other news this week, uh, tornado. I mean, local mm-hmm. locally here, we had uh, mm-hmm. you know tornado hitting uh, both ha- Hamburg uh, fairgrounds as mm-hmm. well as um, it hit uh, I think in Holland as well. Right? There was two different tornadoes that touched down. I guess yeah. there was three. There was um, Holland, Hamburg, and then one in the southern tier in Orleans County. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear about the third one, but yeah, uh, everyone's seen the video of the car being picked up, and, and that's amazing. Over. Jason, a call screener, he was saying it was just a couple minutes from his house, and he was home. I can't yeah. even imagine. Like, I was nowhere near it, and I was. So thankful for that. <laughs> so we have well, Carrie in studio with us also today yep. uh, with our with our office. So if you hear a third voice, that's her. That's that's Carrie <laughs> chiming in. Your, de- your debut on the air. So welcome yes. to the Financial Guys program. Thank you. Um, two more things I want to get to, and then we'll go to a break, and I'm going to come back and talk a little bit about Solar City, and then we'll get on to the topic at hand, which mm-hmm. is talking about overall financial planning, which in this case incru- includes your credit, includes your mm-hmm. debt, includes the the health of your your balance sheet, if you will. We'll talk about that. Um, two more things, though. Fusion GPS. Uh, which is the uh, the organization that basically produced that fake Russian dossier that they mm-hmm. tried to run with until it was proven fake, uh, and then they apparently this Russian attorney that had these uh, this meeting with Donald Trump Jr. where he's, he's going to be testifying this week, right. um, you know that's also I guess she's been tied to the same uh, Fusion GPS. So Fusion GPS is basically a Democrat hit organization that goes out and, and is opposition research for the Democrat National Committee and the Democrat Party. And 
of course, they you know they called the founder in, in front of and the owner, I guess, in front of Congress to testify. And just like a lot of these weasels, he decided that, oh, I'm going to plead the fifth. I'm not going to self-incriminate. So mm-hmm. I think at this point we can pretty much assume that Fusion GPS is guilty of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that he refuses to testify. I mean, you don't. You're gonna if you're gonna plead the fifth and you're going to say, I don't want to self-incriminate, then obviously there's something that you would incriminate yourself by, mm-hmm. uh, by by testifying, right? So and yet I didn't hear anything about that on the news this week. Amazing, right? Yeah, you missed that on NBC Nightly I, News, huh? You know, I, yeah. I don't watch the news that often because it's depressing, honestly, but every once in a while, you know, you, you're getting ready to go to bed and you just flip over and see what's on, and nothing, nope, nothing about nothing that. Nothing there, just, just that slipped right by. Did you happen to see the press conference with, uh, with the new... Um, Communication director uh, Anthony Scaramucci. I didn't know. So, so he comes out. They make the announcement. He comes out. He takes the podium, and and Sarah Sanders Huckabee was there. She's going to be the the primary spokesperson, oh, right. which I think is wonderful. I, I, she's fantastic. I, have you seen her press conferences at all? Yes. She, I think, I, for a while, I've been saying, you know, let's let's move out. Uh, uh, Spicer and move her in as the primary because I think she just does such a great job. She doesn't get. You know, heated. She doesn't get offended. She just very matter of factly just shuts down the, the fake media, which I think is fantastic. But Scaramucci takes the podium. He makes the, the present. You know, so here's I'm going to do this. Blah blah. I've been tapping the president. Blah blah blah. Now I'll take questions. The very first question from the media, and I don't know which person asked it, but what a joke. Uh, he comes out and he says, "Well, how do you address your critics that say?" You've been an attorney. You've worked at Goldman. You're a billionaire. You're a hedge funds manager. You're a surgeon, a doctor, a rocket scientist. Well, I threw the last part in. How do you address your critics that you've never been a communications person? And he answered the question. Well, I'm thinking to myself, seriously? This is a guy who's done – he is a lawyer. He ran a hedge fund. He worked for Goldman Sachs. Mm -hmm. He is a billionaire. He's a great businessman. I'm sure he'll figure it out. That would have been my answer. Well, communication is pretty critical to all of those (laughs) job roles that but i mean if you're a reporter that's the best question you can ask i mean seriously wow what a joke and if you're just joining us we are streaming live today the show we've got it running off of the financial guys facebook page and Mm -hmm. we also have it running off the twitter so if you're just tuning in maybe you're at home maybe you're you know you got some downtime on your saturday and you want to see how things are going um it's it's pretty neat first time we've done this first time i've ever done this we'll take questions here as well so if you go to our facebook page i guess you can type in questions i'll answer those mm-hmm. uh and we'll try to do what we can i do i did have a question come in we'll, we'll get to that at the bottom of the hour and start taking questions there but if you want to go to our facebook page at uh, financial guys um you can just ask a question and we'll try to read them off and uh and if you can you can see us live in studio also if you want to follow us on twitter it's fin guys uh, you can you can follow us there. I think if you just type in financial guys, it'll come up uh, either way. And we're we're periscoping or, or tweeting live, I guess, if you call it. So take a very short break. When you come back, we'll talk a little about Solar City, and then we'll get into the overall financial planning. You've got uh, the financial guys. I'm Glenn Wiggle. We've got Abby Gwynn in studio along with Carrie Mockamer here on News Radio 930 WBEM. We'll be right back. All welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle in studio here. We've got Abby Gwynn, financial gal, CFP. We're going to be talking a little about women investing as well as kind of credit and debt and overall. Um, well, let's, let's talk about what we're going to talk about, and then we'll get mm-hmm. to the Solar City thing. Um, Carrie Mackamer, yeah. I'm going to try to say Mackamer if I can, not Mackamer. 
I'm terrible <laughs> at names, so I'll apologize up front. That's okay. Um, she, Carrie's good. Carrie, Carrie we'll just get Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> we are, by the way, before I forget again, we are feeding live on Facebook, and we are also um, tweeting live, I guess, periscoping, whatever you call it. So mm-hmm. you can go to our Twitter feed. It's finguys at the financial guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can go to our Facebook page at, uh, I guess, Facebook slash Financial Guys or however you find that, and uh, you'll see us here in studio. We'll be doing this throughout the show kind of intermittently. We'll obviously shut it off during commercials. Uh, but if you have a question and you want to call, you can certainly call us here at 803-0930 and star 930. You can type in a question as well. We'll get to that uh, also. And you can text us too, right? That right. is what, 30930? 30930. Mm-hmm. 30930. Now, if you go to the um, Twitter, you'll actually see a bigger view and kind of see everybody who's talking if you go to the facebook it's a fixed camera on glenn which is awesome but if you want to see more than just a fixed camera on glenn you go to twitter who would want to switch as those that have seen the tv show uh every tuesday on wgrz channel 2 at 11 30 you will know that i have a face for radio so Mm -hmm. and and glenn today is surrounded by beautiful women it's great mike lomas is on vacation and we have literally (laughs) the studio full of beautiful women so glenn's a you know Perfect. Yes. Uh, before I forget as well, Ron just texted me something, wanted me to plug a workshop we have coming up. Uh, Mike Hayflick and Ron Reinstein, Tuesday, August 8th at the Buffalo Marriott on Millersport at 6 p.m. They'll be discussing the three phases of financial life with Social Security optimization, taxes, and building your roadmap at any stage in your life. So if you'd like to sign up for that workshop on Tuesday, August 8th at the Buffalo Marriott at 6 p.m., Call the office at 633-1515. That's 633-1515. All right. Without further ado, Carrie, we're going to talk a bit about um, you do something that's kind of unique. It's something we really haven't talked about too much on the radio and something that is important for folks, but we don't talk about it and we really have never offered a lot of services regarding that, and that is helping people with their debt, right? Right. The other side of savings is paying off the debts that you do owe. So what does, you know, your healthy credit look like? What are banks looking for? You know, how do you improve the credit score that you have? Um, There's a bunch of different tools and tips out there. So um, I worked in banking for 10 years, so I have um, in commercial lending. So um, I know a little bit about that. So I definitely... uh, like to give out advice to help people out. Mm-hmm. Many right. times, like you know, I'll have people come in and meet with me, and we'll go through the homework process, and you know, kind of build the picture of where they are financially, and that'll always include what are your assets, what are your liabilities, you know, what do you owe people, and you know, nine times out of ten, you know, we'll look at it and say, eh, your interest rate's a little high. Maybe we could get you into a better position for that, or maybe you're a younger person, or you know, maybe it's your child or your grandchild. You know, they're they're wanting to buy a house in their near near future. Maybe you want to help them out. Well, tied directly with those things is your credit. And I think so many people just really don't have any idea of what do I need to be doing now if I want to buy a house in the next five years, or maybe I want to refinance into a better interest rate, or maybe I want to consolidate some right. debt. You know, what do you what do you need to have already done to be considered, you know, a really good client by the bank and get the best interest rate? Right, and especially now, while interest rates are low, it's it's time to consolidate. It's time to if you're looking for a home equity or a mortgage, you know, to take a look. Um, Banks are, are really looking at your debt-to-income ratio, what your credit score is, and your credit history. Uh, a lot of banks don't want uh, someone who's got a lot of outstanding debt or the ability to go into debt. And I think that's kind of a confusing thing for people. It's not how much you have outstanding all the time. It's how much do your is your credit av- availability. So 
say you have five credit cards, mm -hmm. you're not using them, but you have the availability to go into debt up to you know, 15, 20, 25,000, they look at that as potential debt. So a lot of people don't know about that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So All we're right. gonna be definitely talking about more of those topics and even some things that we suggest that, that can help in those situations because I think what we see the most is, I've got X amount of income, I can only put so much toward my debt, so how do I get out? Right. right. What do I do? And so a lot of people don't, um, they don't, they look at the big picture and it, and you freak out, you panic, you see mm -hmm. this large dollar amount. And instead of taking it one step at a time, one de debt at a time, which is just more, you know, an easier way to handle it. And mm -hmm. I, uh, I like the stepladder approach, which we'll get into a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it makes it a lot easier for people to understand. And it, it gives you that confidence to get yourself out. Perfect. All right. Well, so we'll talk about that when we come back from the break, and then I'll, I'll get the solar study then. I'm a little bit uh, long in this segment. If you want to join us, 803-0930. Star 930 is a free uh, call on a cell, 1-800-616-9236. And if you need us throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living Monday through Friday. We get the pleasure of working with people that think just like us. 633-1515 is our office number. Fantastic team of investment professionals from divorce planning to college planning to estate planning to retirement planning income planning, Social Security maximization, women in investing, uh, Shield 457, and, and much, much more. So 633-1515, 633-1515. Our very short break. You've got the financial guys. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lums will be back next week. We've got financial gals, Abby and Carrie, in studio with us here on uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. We're going to start talking about uh, kind of debt and credit and things like that in just a little bit, but I wanted to get to uh, some of the Solar City information until, and I'm going to I'm going to have a Solar City segment every single week until the rest of the mainstream media starts to pick this up here in Western New York. Because to me, this is such a debacle. I, I can't believe it's not front page, front story every single day. Um, we are, by the way, Facebooking live uh, on Facebook. If you go to the Financial Guys Facebook page, you'll see me there. And we're also periscoping live on Twitter. So you can see Twitter as well. Twitter is going to give you a bigger view of the studio. That is more on a mobile uh, cell phone that uh, Lily, my daughter, is taking care of for us. So thank you very much. Uh, the, but she can only hold one thing at a time. So the Facebook for the laptop is right here to my right. So you'll just see my ugly mug. Uh, if you want to join us here on the air, 803-0930, star 930 is a free call in a cell. 1-800-616-9236 is a choice one toll free line. And, um, you know, we talked about Solar City exclusively um, when we filled in for Sandy Beach uh, a couple weeks ago. But And we've talked about this on the TV show as well. I, I did a whole show on this on the 4th of July uh, with uh, Assemblyman Dave DiPietro. We, we've talked almost exclusively uh, then about Solar City as well. And the fact that this is not front page, front news story, front cover, front of the website, to me <clears throat> is, is insanity because let me just recap what's happened thus far. So basically Solar City, which has not yet turned a profit, makes no money and is hemorrhaging millions of dollars a year, was now owned by Tesla, which makes no money, Mm -hmm. uh, hasn't turned a, has turned a profit in one quarter, is only expected to turn a profit not till the end of 2018, maybe, mm -hmm. also has no money, now owns SolarCity. These two companies set up a subsidiary called Saliva, 
Mm-hmm. Saliva has no income, no balance sheet, no assets. It's basically nothing more than a shell corporation that is going to build these new solar panels that are already obsolete. Okay, Solar City or the Saliva has a deal that Como signed in New York State where they're going to pay two dollars a year mm-hmm. to lease this million dollar square foot, supposedly state of the art facility downtown. They're in return. Saliva was supposed to bring 5,000 manufacturing jobs and employ 5,000 people and, and, and so on and so forth. We talked to Carl Paladino last week on the TV show, and he had mentioned that in his estimate that it's not just $700 million, but now closer to a billion dollars. So our tax money, your tax money, my tax money, our tax money in New York State decided to, Como decided to basically spend a billion dollars of our money building a factory that now is going to be leased to Saliva, which has no money, no balance sheet, no income, can easily walk away at any time, for $2 per year. Now, Saliva has already said we're not going to produce anything. We're going to turn around and we're going to release this out, sublease this out to Panasonic. How do I get a deal like that? That's right? what I right. want to know. Wow. Like that's, that's unheard of, and it's not surprising that it's government. So let's just say that Saliva at Panasonic, the deal, because we don't know what the deal is. The, the SEC redacted all that information, which there should no reason for that to be redacted. But let's assume that they got a smoking deal, and it's $10 a square foot. Mm-hmm. That's $10 million a year mm-hmm. that's now going to go to Saliva. Right. So that would be great. What a deal for you and I. Right. So the state can come in. They can build the financial guys a brand new million square foot facility. Mm -hmm. We'll get it for free. We'll we'll pay two dollars per year and then we'll release it to whoever for somewhere between 10 to 20 dollars a square foot, Mm -hmm. which will bring us in somewhere between 10 to 20 million dollars per year. Mm -hmm. There's no guarantee of jobs. I mean, what a joke. This is I mean, this is how is this not being talked about? This is this is such a screw job for the taxpayers of New York State, and, and and my question is is what side deal does Elon Musk have with Governor Cuomo? What mm-hmm. side deal did Elon Musk promise to Cuomo when he has his reelection for governor or when he decides to run for president? You'll, I guarantee you, you'll see Elon Musk somewhere prominently right next to Cuomo doing something because mm-hmm. there's got to be some side. Nobody could be this stupid, right? There has to be some side deal. I, I, I find it hard to believe that Howard Zemsky and Andrew Cuomo are this dumb, right? Mm-hmm. They can't. I mean, they're dumb. Don't get me wrong. They can't mm-hmm. be this dumb, right? You cannot be this stupid to, to engage in this kind of deal. And there was an interview that we talked about a couple weeks ago, and I want to play a couple of clips from this interview. Uh, this is, we'll go to cut one first. This is when he was asked uh, by uh, Bobby Ben's Mike Baggerman. So when do you think, uh, Mr. Zemsky, that this plant will actually open? Howard, have you been given a hard date by any officials as to when Solar City will open up? I mean, when you say will open up, what exactly are you referring to? They're, they're, they are <laughs> open up. They're installing equipment, and they've got job fairs going on, and Panasonic, I know, is their partner, is hiring people. So installing I don't equipment. know exactly what you mean by Good. opening up. Open up. Okay, exactly what you mean by opening I don't know. Actually getting the production open. What do you mean by a restaurant actually opening up? Serving food. Serving, serving food. <laughs> right. Having customers come in. Having a product come out the door. Right. Producing something, right? That would well, be open up. Well, the product that they're producing is, is defunct, then it's almost, it's just a moot point. Like, right. well, what they're producing now is just money for themselves by leasing it out. That's they, right. They're not exactly really giving right. us anything. Exactly right. right. Just classic. Let's just go to cut two real quick, too. This is, 
you know, another question on, you know, when exactly, again, I love he kind of circles back and tries again with this, will it, when it will, will it open? Uh, go to cut two. It's going to be impossible because it depends. It's going to be impossible to know for certain exactly when certain things will happen. Impossible to know. How could you possibly know? Well, any person who's a business person, like you and I and and hundreds of thousands of people in New York State, if you're running a business, you absolutely know what the timeline is for something to open and start producing and making a profit. I mean, that's the whole point of this, except in this case, it's not. Forecasting. Yeah. When the government gets involved, now we're just imagining things, right? So now, you know, as if, if, you know, most businesses just imagine. Like, we don't have business plans and timelines and budgets and schedules. We just imagine things, right? Could you imagine if you went to a bank with that scenario and said, look, you know, I'm going to pay you $2 a year in return. (laughs) Can you imagine? Like, what they would just laugh and fall off their chair. Yeah, they absolutely would. (laughs) I mean, just unbelievable. If the government's like, yeah, we want in. Como, of course, not his money, right? So, yeah, absolutely. But Here you go. That's why government you shouldn't go. be in banking. Yeah, exactly. or, or any or, or health care or retirement. That's right, or right. anything private sector, right? <laughs> one last cut here, and then and then we'll move on. But uh, this is, you know, like most businesses, we just imagine things, and you know, pennies fall from the sky. Go ahead. The same way this plant, you know, imagined it was going to be very successful selling yogurt. That this is a very competitive world, and these companies do the best they can. Many of them succeed. Some of them don't. No, no. They, none of them succeed. None of them succeed. Somebody call me up and tell me one solar company making a profit right now. One. One. 803-0930 and star 930. Just one. Well, as soon as Obama stopped writing the checks for all those grant programs, you know, for that initiative, that's when they all stopped having money coming in. Yeah, somebody just uh, texted in, uh, please give a nod to Dave McKinley, who I absolutely will. Dave's been a friend of this show. He's been on the show. He's been tweeting fairly often about Solar City, but he's about the only one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's about the – I love Dave McKinley's questions. He's, he's one of the best reporters, I think, on the air. He does a great job. But he's about the only one that's really talking about this. Mm-hmm. This should be front page news, front story every single day until we get our money back. Or, I mean, think about this for a second. Saliva – is now leasing this facility to Panasonic. Do you think that the, the state would want to throw up a red flag and say, "Wait a minute, now you're violating our deal. We're gonna you're you're in violation of the contract. We're gonna take it back and we're gonna lease it to so, mm-hmm. to to, uh, to Panasonic. We're gonna go out and, and, and collect the ten to twenty million dollars a year. I mean, this is lunacy. Assuming that you know, even if they had, let's forget Panasonic for a second. Assume that these solar panels weren't completely you know, useless, mm-hmm. uh, assume that they actually did meet their commitment and and get 5,000 jobs set up there. 5,000 jobs, let's assume that the average job is 50,000, and let's assume that the income tax rate for New York State is 5% on average for 50,000 or something like that. That's $250 per year per job, right? Mm-hmm. So at that rate, we'll make back our billion dollars sometime around the year 2130. Seriously. Mm-hmm. It's over 100 years before the state has any chance of making the money back. Now, the argument from Azemsky will be, well, but there's all the spinoff, Glenn, all the, the electricians, and I don't deny that. The problem is a lot of the spinoff went to the Simonelli Group, which basically rigged the bid right. and charged $800 a square foot for a factory <laughs> that would have been built for, could have been built for $100 a square foot. Right. He's now under federal indictment. Right. They're now facing charges. There's at least eight, official, eight uh, employees over at Simonelli, including Simonelli himself, mm-hmm. that are under investigation and, and were likely to be brought up on, on charges. Uh, it's insanity. It's, it's, right. it's just, and yet, 
very few outlets are, are I mean we should be we should be storming the solar city plant with pitchforks and, and torches as far as I'm concerned I mean this is insanity to me it's a done deal money though, I mean unless they actually go in and rescind it which they're they not going to do they're not so. going but they could they have the power to do so in the contract there is the power if those are not a viable product anymore mm-hmm. then they have the power to break the contract they just right. choose not to so right. what backroom deal does Elon Musk have with Governor Cuomo that's my question mm-hmm. how much money has he promised to Governor Cuomo's campaign how mm-hmm. how much money is he going to donate I mean he's getting billions of dollars from the federal government it's funding his Tesla it's funding his rockets to Mars it's funding everything and uh, and and we get the short end of the stick to pay right. for it all which right. makes me right. sick we do have um, some people holding online. We are going to be taking calls today, so. Uh, you want to go to the phones now? Uh, yeah, we, we've right. got somebody who's been holding about five minutes now. We appreciate the patience. That's all I want to say. That's nothing. We sometimes I have people holding forty-five hours. <laughs> oh, I know, uh, but you minutes. know, I try to be sensitive to such things. <laughs> no, 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 no. I get to it when I get to it. It's a difference when there's there. a woman on the show. I know. <laughs> we watch this stuff. <laughs> we go. See, I go at my pace. <laughs> yes. This is about me. Um, if you do want to join us here, 803 star 930 is a free call to sell, 1-800-616-9236. And, and the text um, line, 30930, which we do have a couple texts that came in, and, and we are going to um, address some of those questions. Um, there was a couple of questions from people that they sent in. You can also submit questions on the Facebook page. You can watch the live feed on the uh, Facebook page. You can watch it on Twitter if you want to see what's going on in studio. First time ever. You can yep. watch Glenn wave at you. Yep. There you go. <laughs> uh, somebody so, just uh, texted in, you know, guys, why don't you, you know, call particular individual reporters at the Buffalo News out? You know, I haven't read the Buffalo News now in about 10 years. I don't even know who's reporting for them anymore, right. to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I really don't, o- outside of a, a couple of, like, the Don Esmonds of the world. But um, I, I, the I stopped. I, I don't think they'd come on the show. Oh, no, 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 no. Right. I don't think they would, but let's take a call here. We got Rob and Tanawanda who's been holding with a question. All right, Rob, you're live with the Financial Guys on WBEN. How are you? Good. Thanks a lot. I appreciate your time. You got it. Um, I'm looking some for some advice. Back in 2008, I was on my honeymoon with my wife, and we got sucked into buying a timeshare. Ooh. Um, now, back in 2008, you know, we were young and didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into, and it came into we paid a couple of the payments probably about a year into it, and then found out that we couldn't use any of the, the dates and came by hassle, so we paid a, a year of maintenance fee with that. So I spoke to, it was just got to the point where it wasn't, we couldn't afford it anymore because we were young and we're having problems. So I spoke to my parents' financial advisor, and he told me that, you know, you're young, you didn't know what you're doing, everyone makes mistakes. He told me to get rid of, he said to stop paying on it and change your bank account which was about a year into it. Hmm. Now my issue is, is I'm trying to buy a house and nowhere on the three credit reports, the FICA, TransUnion, or Equifax, it's nowhere on these things, but somehow in a back page or whatever, I'm finding now that I still owe, I'm not gonna name the company, and I'm not gonna name the bank who is trying to you know, help me out, but I can't, I'm having an issue trying to get this, a mortgage because of this timeshare. So what I'm trying to ask is, is there a way if I can call these people, these timeshare people, and settle, or how is the best way to go about doing this? So it does because I was told that with, if, if I just FHA, I don't have to pay the thing off according to this bank, but if I use the conventional, I'm, it's, it's really going to hurt me. So can I... 
try to settle with this timeshare company? What is what is your advice? That's a good question. Carrie, well, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, if it's 2008, it's over the seven-year window. Well, so, when did you last make a payment, Yeah, though? when was the last? Okay, so when you are... Because uh, I've been doing my own kind of research and trying to figure out off of my... But I guess it's not off somehow. It's not off the... But if you've made a payment... When was the last time you made a payment to the timeshare company? I believe it was probably in 2009. Okay, if it's 2009, you're past your seven-year window. What it what that means is if, if you go in default on something, it stays on your credit report for seven years. And like you said, you don't see it on your credit report. So technically, it the bank shouldn't be looking at that for you. Um, they're going to say that they see it. But you can actually argue, well, that was removed. It's been seven years. You know, I can't be held liable for that anymore. So I'm, that's my answer. If you contact the timeshare company and make payments again, you will start that seven-year window over again. So my suggestion is not to do that. Um, okay. Yeah, you're going to start that time over again. They're going to then report back onto your credit report. So I'm not sure what the bank is telling you as far as where they're getting that information from. But if it's not in your credit report, it's not your credit anymore. It's not on TransUnion and it's not on... Because I have the credit, I mean, the what do you call it, the, that one app, that Credit Karma, it's nowhere on that. It's nowhere on, I'm not going to, again, mention the name of the bank, but it's nowhere on that. It's nowhere. What I would advise you to do is anytime, and, and this is for anyone in this situation, if you apply for credit with a bank, they are required by law to send you a copy of your credit report. So what I would ask the bank to do is say, I don't see this on my credit report. Can you please send me a copy of what you're looking at? And then you can see what the bank is looking at. Okay. All right. And if you need uh, Carrie throughout the week, just give her a call at the office. I'm sure she could have a, a longer conversation to help you further there, okay? Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Rob. Have a good weekend. All right. 803 and star 930 if you want to join us here. If you need uh, either well, any of our professionals throughout the week, uh, but you know specifically uh, Carrie here, Six three three one five one five six three three fifteen fifteen. We do have a, uh, in my opinion, probably the deepest bench in Western New York mm-hmm. as far as investment professionals go, from CFPs, certified financial planners, certified uh, college planning uh, uh, mm-hmm. experts, uh, certified Social Security claiming strategists, uh, chartered financial analysts, um, <laughs> divorce, a certified divorce financial analyst, right. and Ron we have Reinstein. The Shield program for for troopers and and state police and. They're phenomenal. I tell you, I had someone come in this week, and, and they'd never been in an office before, and I literally sat with them, and I said, okay, you know, you're looking at retirement. Here are the things you're going to be addressing. We, you know, we want to update your will. Oh, we have an attorney in-house who can help you with that. Right. Oh, you're going to want to be looking at Medicare. Oh, we got somebody got here who can help you with Medicare when you're ready. And they're sitting there going, like, this is all here? I'm like, yeah, literally, you can come here. You can meet with me. We'll go through your retirement plan. We'll get this all figured out for you your exact you know timeline horizon what's coming in from where we'll figure all your investments get all that done for you and at the same time you can see the attorney we have cpas at tax time you know we have health insurance here literally whatever you want whatever you need financially we've, is in we've one got building it covered. absolutely and medicare and the, and the whole insurance uh, health insurance side is becoming a huge part oh my we're, goodness. we're yeah. running we're not even in enrollment season yet and uh, brian janik in our office is <clears throat> you know running anywhere between five to ten appointments per week we're getting that many calls coming right. in uh, for folks to to come in and review their plan, so we'll have that obviously during open enrollment season. But right now, you can call and find out 
uh, where, where you stand and what your options are. And you are. should do that because you Absolutely. should have a plan before you hit enrollment period because sure. enrollment pay- period in our office is insane. It's, so it's you want to know what you're doing before that hits. Absolutely. And so. the last thing that's another huge, uh, very popular uh, part of the office is our corporate retirement uh, planning division mm-hmm. now with Jeff Fine and Scott Tanker and in uh, our 401k service. So uh, small, medium, and even large businesses, we're working on, a, a, you know, we've got plans coming in. They're three, four, five million. A plan right now, $50 million dollar plan right. uh, that we're working on, not in this state, but uh, down south that um, that we can service. So if you have a 401k, if you are an employer, the Department of Labor has obviously come out with new regulations. You've heard us talk about this. I'm sure you've getting, you're getting newsletters in the mail or mm-hmm. or, or, or emails to you. Um, but it's no joke. I mean, what, what the Obama administration did through his minions in the Department of Labor is basically say, here, trial lawyers, here's a nice little pretty package for you to go out and and shake the trees of every business owner. Right. I mean, you basically you know squeezed everything out of the, uh, uh, the the health insurance and the medical industry. You know, why not just open it up to all employers right. that have some sort of a qualified plan? So do protect yourself. You are a fiduciary on those plans. Even if you're a human resource manager, you may also be a fiduciary. So use us as a resource. Six three three one five one five. Especially if you've got an older plan. Something oh, yeah. that's been put in place, you know, over eight years ago, you, you want to, and maybe it's not a 401k, maybe you have a simple, maybe you have a SEP, maybe you've got IRAs, you're not sure if it's the right thing anymore to be in, you have no idea what the fees are, uh, you really need to be looking at that, you can come in and just talk to Jeff for free, and just figure out what's going on with it, and if you need to be somewhere different, maybe somewhere that gives you better benefits tax-wise as a business owner, He'll absolutely. He's phenomenal. I've worked with him on yeah, several businesses fantastic. that I work with. He's great. Absolutely. All right, 633-1515, We're going to take a very short break. We will continue streaming on Facebook as well as uh, on Twitter, so please follow us on both. Uh, on Facebook, it's Financial Guys. On Twitter, it's Fin Guys. but I'm sure if you type in Financial Guys, you'll find it. And um, we'll obviously uh, we have a lot more to come here. So if you want to join us, 633 or 8030930, sorry. <laughs> Star 930 is a free call and a cell, 1-800-616-9236. We're long in this segment. Very short break. We'll come back with more of your calls and questions here on News Radio 930 WBEN. All righty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Mike will be back next week. In studio today we have Abby Gwynn, certified financial planner, and Carrie Mackamer. 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 Yeah, um, She handles uh, some of the credit and debt issues for uh, the team here. So we're going to answer some more of your questions. If, um, if you want to see us live, we are live streaming on Facebook. We'll take your questions uh, as well. If you want to type in a question on Facebook, we'll take those. And um, and we're also streaming live on Twitter as well. So Financial Guys, or Facebook slash Financial Guys, mm-hmm. and Twitter, it's FinGuys at Financial Guys, and you can mm-hmm. find us there. Question did come in actually before the show even started uh, when we were just uh, getting it set up. First question from Facebook. All right, money geniuses, how can I afford to provide Medicaid to 51% of the children born in New York State and build a $1 billion subway downtown? I just raised taxes. It's uh, that must be from Como. So he must or be print uh, the money. Just print the money. I mean, Como's got a giant tree, right? There's there's no shortage of, of funds in this state for politicians. Just, don't think that way. They don't no. think about where the money comes from. All no. they think of what project can I do that I'll be known for later. That's right. So they don't they don't care about that. No. That 
everybody else out there says, hey, I'm going to go to Walmart. How much money is my bank account do I have to spend? And then I'm going to stay within my budget. That's how the world works. Otherwise, you right. you know, yeah, that just doesn't work. Doesn't you don't work. try to use your card. There's no money there. Politicians don't have that problem. That's right. And uh, going back to the question in regards to when will the Solar City plan open with Howard Zemsky, he was asking, you know, he didn't really know, you know, what do you mean by open? And I guess the, we'll know when it really opens when Brian Higgins shows up to cut another ribbon. That's when we right. know. When he shows up to cut that other ribbon and there's a big ceremony that's opening, then you'll know that it's officially open. You know, I'm have, sure he was there to cut the ribbon for the construction. So right. he'll get we as many ribbon cuttings as he can. about the equipment as well, but I think you were saying the equipment, they're just bringing that over from another plant in yeah. Asia? From my, yeah, my understanding yeah. is that Panasonic is relocating existing equipment from Asia, from their Asian facilities um, you know, to the to plant here. But who knows? Maybe, maybe we're buying that too. I mean, right. God only knows. God only knows. All right, if you want to join us here, 803 star 930 is a free call on a cell, 1-800-616-9236. We'll go to the phones, and we'll just sneak in one more before the top of the hour here. We'll go to Chris in Buffalo regarding interest rates. Hi, Chris. How are you? You're live on WBEM with the Financial Guys. Hi. Um, I'm just curious if there's any bank in western New York that offers compound interest. Good question. Uh, Carrie, any ideas? Are, are you talking about for CDs? Uh, in any way, shape, or manner at all. I mean, don't they all compound? I mean, really, they're yeah. all, I think they're all yeah. compound interest with the formula works, Are you right? talking about, this is EAB, by the way, are you talking about, like, you know, you got extra money in the bank account and they're not paying you anything for it and you're trying to make more money on it? Yeah, I'm, um, I have come into some money here recently and I want to put it in a place where there is compound interest. And okay. you want to have zero risk? Um, or are you open to maybe some, some possible f- low amount of risk? Well, our CDs and um, money markets, uh, annuities, are those uh, low risk or medium risk? Or I really don't know. Well, we, CDs and money market are low risk. Annuities mm-hmm. could be either or, right? Correct. So, right. so you, can, you can purchase an annuity that's a zero risk and, and have it. I call them, they can almost be glorified CDs where you're just investing at a fixed amount of risk for a period of time, just like a CD. Um, one extra perk, though, they are tax-deferred, so you don't pay any interest on the taxes while they're growing. Um, what I would suggest, Chris, is if, if you have time or you're open to it, give the office a call. We can give you some, some different rates that are available on the different products and absolutely get you into something that's going to grow better than the bank. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All, the, all the banks, though, you know, compound interest just simply means that you're earning interest on interest. And so pretty much every bank or every fixed investment, for the most part, is going to be a compound type of scenario, right? So right. if they credit interest daily, it's compounding daily. If they some, some, some investments might credit interest monthly, right. in which case it would compound monthly. It just means that you're earning interest on your interest, okay? Simple interest means that you're getting, let's say you put $10,000 in a CD and it's at 5%, you're getting 5% per year or $500 per year always on this initial $10,000 investment. That would be simple interest. So compound interest is getting interest on interest, and that's going to be all across the board. So thanks for the call, Chris. I appreciate it. 633-1515 if you need us throughout the week. Again, 633-1515. All right, we've got to hop across the hall for the news. More to come here with the Financial Guys radio program here on News Radio 930 WBEN. 
The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. It's the Financial Guys radio program. I'm in healthcare. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. There are a lot of Benjamins being made right now with the biotech stuff. How's your portfolio? I'd say strong. To quite strong? Yeah. With local financial experts, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Somebody took my juice money. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back to hour number two here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And as a reminder, we are streaming live on Facebook today as well as Twitter. So go to our Facebook page, follow us on Facebook as well, or like us or whatever you're supposed to do at uh, <laughs> Facebook slash Financial Guys. And on Twitter, you can type in FinGuys at Financial Guys or just type in Financial Guys and you will find us there. If you want to call in to the show, we are talking about financial planning in general, but really a heavier focus today on credit scores and fixing credit and, and interest rates and banking issues. We've got uh, Carrie uh, Mackamer in studio with us. She's part of Abby Gwynn's team. Abby mm -hmm. Gwynn, also in studio, a certified financial planner. And uh, so we'll have questions on that. If you have any questions about you and your credit or you and your money, anything that has to do with stocks, bonds, mutual funds, 401k, anything that has to do with you and your money, 803-0930. Star 930 is a free call in a cell and one 800 616 9236. And of course, you can also type in a question on uh, Facebook and mm -hmm. we'll read those here. You can um, text. You can text yeah. at uh, what is it again? 30930. We've been getting a bunch of texts today, so we are trying to keep up with the text as well as the calls. So. Absolutely. We'll go back to the phones in a second, but I do want to get to a text that came in about 45 minutes ago and it was, you know, financial guys, is there anything a guy can do with no pension, no money, no investments? really just Social Security coming in, uh, 60 years old, no real income, uh, but have, has a house. I'm assuming he was talking about maybe uh, refinancing or something like that. Can you refinance, Carrie, with just Social Security as your income stream? Yeah, you, you absolutely can because it is technically income. So you would need your award letter from Social Security and then it would just it would honestly be what your debt to income ratio is which is how much money you're you're getting in as opposed to how much your daily living costs so um banks like to have it around 45% or under and it also depends it, do you have a mortgage currently on your house if not then they'll take a certain um loan to value you mm -hmm. know how much is your house worth you could get up to 80 percent on a, on a standard mortgage 90 percent uh some banks they'll even do 100 percent of what your house is valued at so you can it just we have to see the whole picture 
So gotcha. the debt to the debt to uh, income thing. So let's say mm-hmm. someone makes you know two thousand dollars a month on Social Security. Right. What would be you know a green light for them versus a red light for them in expenses? Right, you'd have to have expenses under seven hundred and fifty dollars a okay. month. So for under you to be five percent. Right. Yeah. You know fifty fifty percent forty five percent. That's what they're looking for. You. And that's tough. But mm-hmm. you can also, um, there's a lot of things with like reverse mortgages and stuff where they're going to give you the equity of the home that's built in, mm-hmm. and you could use that as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Perfect. All right. If you want to join us again, 803 star 930 is a free call on a cell, 1-800-616-9236. couple more uh, uh, text messages coming in. Uh, why is Como not in jail? That's a great <laughs> question. Because he shut down the Moreland Commission. So just as they were finally getting to a point where they're going to get to the inner circle of Como, oh, nothing to see here. Shut it down. And so they shut it down. And, and yes, we understand that the state can't print money, only the feds. That was a joke. And right. in reality, they, they do print money in a way. They just use one of the throughway authority, water authority, power authority, or whatever, issue more bonds, bring in more money. Right. Might as well be like printing it. But uh, I mean, yes, why aren't like that. 90% of the politicians in jail, though? I mean, come on. I, I get why he said Cuomo, but at the same time, it's like if they did, if we acted the way the politicians did, we'd all be in prison. Well, I mean, right. come think on. about Shelly Silver. I mean, Shelly Silver basically directed legislation on behalf of of uh of the law firm he was representing and got kickbacks for it right he got convicted right. for it he was going to jail for it and now it's been overturned by appellate court and he's still well he's not served one day in jail and uh they live in a different so world than we do they don't have to you know they don't have to deal with the same health care stuff that we do yeah. you know they don't well buy they're the elites it, it's not the same they're retirement picture are. you know they they've set it up for themselves in yeah. such a way that they're not in the real world yet they're the ones making all the decisions right. for all of us well they're, they're better than we are i mean shelly silver's uh her his defense basically was yeah i did it but we all do it like this is <laughs> right. that was his defense. He goes, "This is this is normal in, in Albany. Everybody, you know, steers legislation for their own personal best interests and and and, and a way to get kickbacks and money in their own bank yeah, account." And if we said that, in trial, they all do that. We they would be in prison. Well, even They'd if he did go to to jail, we'd be paying for his retirement <clears throat> forever anyway. So yeah. right, it doesn't matter. It's ridiculous. It really is. All right, and they're want, never going to change the laws because why would they? No, they benefit them. So anyway, of course. it makes you nauseous. Anyway, <laughs> all right, eight zero three zero nine three zero again. Star nine three is a free call. Cell one eight hundred six one six nine two three six. We'll go back to the phones before we go to break here, and we'll welcome Alan in Orchard Park. Alan, you're live with the Financial Guys on News Radio nine thirty WBen. How are you? Great, great. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. What's your question? Great. Well, my question may sound stupid, but um, I've got, uh, over a million dollars invested in equities, uh, mutual funds primarily, but, you know, some individual stocks. And I'm 58, and the conventional wisdom is that a portion of that should be in bonds. But my question to you is, I really don't intend to access that money at least for a 10-year period, maybe longer, because I have other access, I have access to other funds, you know, still working, running a business, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So the question really is, if, if, if your own high-quality mutual funds, high-quality companies, and you have a long-term horizon, why do you need to consider bonds, particularly because we're in a low interest rate environment and as interest rates rise, bonds tend to drop in value. So really, I have no bonds and, and I really would like your opinion on, you know, should I have bonds, considering I really don't want to access those funds for at least 10 years. 
Okay, that's a great question, Alan. Abby, I'll throw it to you. Time horizon is 10 plus years. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Well, it sounds like, you know, because you don't have a need for these dollars right away, you know, you're, you're not needing them for the next 10 years. You know, if you're okay with that aggressive risk tolerance, knowing what the possible downside is, and I, I think that's that's the main thing. Whenever I meet with people and I go through their allocation, we actually calculate if the market takes another drop like it did in 2008, you could be down by, you know, if you say a million-dollar portfolio, you could be down by four or $500,000. If you're comfortable with that, I would probably have you sign something, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I would invest it according to your personal risk tolerance. So... Um, I think that's the main thing to be aware of is that you're just very, very exposed to that kind of risk. If that makes you nervous and you say, eh, I really don't want that much of a downside potential, then you should be hedging some part of that portfolio with bonds to try and offset that much of a loss. Mm -hmm. So that's more of a, pers a personal decision so here. Horizon short to get to. And again, I, I don't really have an immediate need to access those funds, but if I were to say, I thought I might be accessing them within the next three to five years then would you recommend moving a portion of it into bonds? Absolutely. Yeah, because you yeah. need to hedge a, a portion of your portfolio, however much you think you're going to be accessing in three to five years, that much needs to be managed differently towards that time horizon and that goal. So if you said, hey, I'm going to buy my dream house for retirement in five years and I know I'm going to need you know, $500,000 of that portfolio, then that $500,000, I would certainly manage that much more conservatively because you don't want to take that downside potential risk with those dollars. Right. Makes sense, Alan? For what happened in 2008, obviously things didn't look good, but I just used that. That was a good opportunity to buy more. Oh, sure. Absolutely. absolutely. If, if you've got the, the tolerance for that kind of risk, if you've got the stomach for it, then absolutely that's the right time to buy more. And if you have the long-term time horizon, then I think you're fine in, in, in stocks. Here's what my kind of the way I look at it, Alan, is I like to have at least a little bit of bonds in the portfolio, you know, 5 or 10%. Um, and really the reason for that is because I want to feel like I can be proactive if the markets do make it go through a correction, even if it's just simply triggering a rebalance. You know, if I'm 90-10 and the markets take a 20% correction, at least I know I can take some of that 5 or 10% that's in bonds or in cash, and I can buy down in that particular circumstance. Mm -hmm. If I'm 100% invested in stocks, then it really gives me limited options to take advantage of a down market like a 2008 when things do correct because I'd be fully invested. So it's just my personal you know, thoughts, and everyone's different, is if the markets do correct, I want to feel like I can do something about it. You know, We always say do, you know, focus on the things you can control and don't worry so much about the things you can't control. Mm -hmm. And you can't control the markets. You can't control interest rates. You can't mm -hmm. control the volatility. But you can control your allocation and the and what you do when the markets do go through that kind of a correction. So does that help you out, Alan? It does. Thank you very much. You are very, very welcome. That is a terrific question. I appreciate your call. 803-0930, star 930 is a free call on a cell if you want to join us again. 1-800-616-9236. Again, as a reminder, we are live streaming on Facebook today mm -hmm. as well as live streaming on Twitter. So you can find us on Facebook slash The Financial Guys. Or you could go to our Twitter feed at FinGuys at mm -hmm. the Financial Guys and find us there. And you could submit questions through the Facebook page if there's Absolutely. something maybe where you don't have time to call in, you don't have time to hold. Maybe you don't have your cell phone that you want to send a text to, you know, 30930. You can go on Facebook watch everything there and submit a question. We're watching those as well to come in. Absolutely. And of course, if you need us throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living. If you think like us, 
please feel free to use us as a resource, 633-1515, that's 633-1515. If you don't like the show, if you don't like the TV show, you can certainly send us an email. We're probably going to throw it in the trash. Um, <laughs> please not, you know, try not to be nasty. Uh, we got an email this week or, or a message through our, 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 uh, uh, our website, which, by the way, is thefinancialguys.com. Mm-hmm. You can go to that as well, and you can email us there with questions. But somebody said, I can't believe you have Carl on. He was on the show a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, of course, they said all sorts of nasty things about Carl. And I thought to myself, you know, you can turn the knob. You know, you can turn the station to something else. But, mm-hmm. you know, for somebody who's done so much for the city, I thought, wow, a lot of a lot of vitriol out there. So right. if you don't like the show, feel free to uh, to turn the dial. Um, but if you don't like the show and you don't think like us, please don't bother us at the office. Um, we'll probably not take your account. But if you think like us again, six three three one five one five. That's six three three fifteen fifteen. All right, very short break. We're long in this mm-hmm. segment. We'll come back with more of your calls and questions here. You've got the financial guys. News Radio nine thirty W B E N. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the Financial Guys, News Radio 930, WBEN, and uh, we are charging up the computer. So we have a computer down. and uh, I'll Lincoln Park music, though, today because. Yeah, the singer um, uh, committed suicide this past yeah, week, sadly. Yeah. So uh, there's a theme there to. Yeah, he was good friends with uh, the Soundgarden uh, lead singer as well. Really? Uh, sadly, Chris Cornell. So. Yeah. yeah, Chris Cornell. Thank okay. you. So, yeah, we're kind of doing a tribute there by uh, uh, Frank is playing uh, Linkin Park music today. And, uh, you know, sad. They're a good band. You know, same, same thing with Soundgarden. It's just sad to see these guys that mm-hmm. are so talented, uh, you know, take their lives so young. It's just... Uh, Money's not everything. No. Money know? is... Yeah, that's, that's right. Money is certainly not everything. That's money for sure. Fame, sometimes uh... Sometimes money can, you know, be a bad thing. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's folks out there that are, you know, billionaires, millionaires that are miserable and... You know, also uh, succumb to depression and things like that. So, yeah. sad. If you want to join us here on the air, 803-0930, star 930 is a free call on a cell, 1-800-616-9236. To the comment regarding my Hawaiian shirt here, this is uh, <laughs> this is how I roll. In the summer, I called so that. Know. Come on now. When we first started the show, I called that. <laughs> you blew me off. Those that That's know okay. me. I, I, uh, this is basically what I, this is my, my summer suit, we'll call yes, it. So I wear right. a, a Tommy Bahama shirt pretty much every day. <laughs> And uh, it makes me feel tropical. That is the yeah. uniform. So this we're is all uniform. used to it. But yeah. nobody else sees you during the, the shows. So if they're seeing you for the first time, this yeah. is normal. This is, this is, this my, is how Glenn this rolls is my in shtick, the summer. Right? This, is what yeah. I, this is what I do. Yeah. All right. Again, 803-930 and star 930 if you want to join us. Yeah. Um, we're talking about um, financial planning and credit and debt issues. And I wanted mm-hmm. to kind of go back to that. Right. Um, obviously, when you talk about doing the whole financial plan, Abby, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's important to look at the whole picture. And part of that. That includes the debt side, right? It, it inevitably, inevitably does because, you know, that that's just woven into our lives. If you have assets, you, you usually have some type of debt. And debt isn't a bad thing. That can be a great thing for your credit and to build it. So one thing that I see is I see two extremes. I see the people, you know, who have great credit and um, Carrie's in the office with us today. She's on our team at the Financial Guys. She's got tons of experience in, in the world of lending. So, Carrie, if I have somebody who comes into the office and let's say they have fantastic credit there, you know, their score of 840, um, you know, and they have existing debt, what type of interest rate should they have on a mortgage, a home equity line, 
where should they be with that right. in today's environment? Well, right right now, like a really excellent rate on a mortgage is right around 4%. Okay. Uh, so the rule of thumb for anyone is you don't refinance unless you're saving 2 to 3% because mm-hmm. of the interest you'll pay over the, the life of the loan. So um, what I tell a lot of people, if they're looking to, to consolidate debt and you have excellent credit and you have room um, for the value of your home, a home equity line of credit is, is a great way to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, like I said, is, is the time to, uh, to, to look at these kind of things because credit cards typically have interest rates 12 to 26% mm. based, you know, is it a, a main brand, brand like a, a Visa or a MasterCard or is it a store card? Store cards notoriously have like 26% interest. Well, a home equity line of credit is a great way to get that interest rate down to, you know, 4 or 5%. There's fixed rate options, so it's locked in at a rate. It doesn't mm-hmm. move back and forth when interest rates go up and down. And the nice thing about a home equity um, line of credit is the interest is a write-off. Right. So, I mean, so many benefits. Well, you need that anyway. If you have great credit, then you probably are in a higher tax bracket sometimes. You've saved right. more. You've right. accumulated. And, and they're also, they could be used as like a safety net if you need, like you don't have to take the money out of a line of credit. It could sit yeah. there like a giant credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, but like an emergency fund in retirement. Because yeah. I have people do those all the time just where, hey, you don't have the income coming in. Why don't you apply for it? Just have it that way if you ever need it. Right, because a lot of people, they apply when they desperately need it instead of having it set up ahead mm-hmm. of time when you don't need it. You don't have to use the money. A lot of these banks don't even charge an annual fee to have this line of credit open. Right. So, so if you're listening to this and you have excellent credit, and let's say you have debt outstanding and it's at 6 or 7%, which... I see it. Like, I think, you know, hey, everybody should know this. But, you know, if, if you're out there and you have that, this should be a red flag to say, hey, go talk to somebody about getting that credit, um, right. that debt at a better rate because, you know, you absolutely can and you should. And there's a lot of banks I know that even do no cost um, right. products now. Yeah, a lot of home equity lines of credits, especially with banks, they don't charge um, appraisal fees or any kind of fees. They'll Closing eat costs. those fees because they expect to make it off the interest. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're not using this line of credit, the bank is just giving you a free mm-hmm. safety net. And right. what if you're on the complete other end of the extreme? Because I see that as well, where people come in and you know maybe they've had some bad habits in the past and they've really built up some debt. Maybe they're credit report they've got some collections on there and some bad debt I, I mean in that case a lot of times they come in and they feel hopeless or they you know they they don't know what to do about it you know what do you suggest in that kind of scenario right I'm a big fan of the step letter approach which is you list your debts out you list out um, how much balances on your cards the interest rates and your minimum payments and then you take the smallest balance and you pay that one off first that you're concentrating on one card and then you're paying minimum balances on the rest so let's say you have three cards um one has a balance of 500 one has a balance of a thousand one has five thousand you're going to pay the minimum balance on the one that has a thousand and five thousand and then you're going to really concentrate on that lower balance so as you pay the lower one off, so let's say you're paying 50, 100, and 100 as your minimum pa- you know, balances. When you get that 500 down to zero, you take that $50 and you then apply it to the next card in line. So then you're paying 150 and 100 mm-hmm. and you use that step ladder. And what it really does is it accelerates your ability to pay off your debt because you're used to budgeting the same dollar amount in every month anyway. 
Right. right. That makes sense. Absolutely. If you want to join us here on the air, 803-0930, star 930 is a free call in a cell. And uh, if you need us throughout the week, folks, if you want to call Carrie, if you have questions on your debt or your credit or refinancing, things like that, you can reach Carrie at our office at 633-1515. Again, 633-1515. If you would like to speak with Abby or any of our investment professionals, we have what I, I always like to say, probably one of the deepest benches in Western New York when it comes to investment professionals from uh, Abby Gwynn, certified financial planner, to uh, John Thur, our chartered financial analyst, uh, Ron Reinstein, a certified uh, divorce financial analyst, who, by the way, has a workshop coming up with Mike Hayflick uh, Tuesday, August 8th at the Buffalo Marriott at Millersport at 6 p.m. They'll be discussing the three phases of financial life with Social Security optimization, uh, taxes and building your roadmap at any stage in your life. If you'd like to sign up for that workshop or meet any of our investment professionals, Mike Hayflick, of course, our Social Security Claiming Strategist, 633-1515. That's 633-1515. All right, we're going to take a very short break. When we come back, we will take more of your calls and questions again, 803-0930 and Star 930. You've got the Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle in studio here, News Radio 930, WBEN. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas will be back next week here on News Radio 930 WBEN. In studio today, we have Abby Gwynn, our CFP, and Carrie McAmer, who does uh, 10 years in banking and credit and lending, and we're talking a bit about that today. If you want to join us here on the air, 803 0930. Star 930 is a free call in a cell, 1 800 616 9236. We'll go back to the phones in just a second. I want to remind everybody we are live streaming on Facebook. If you don't like Hawaiian shirts, I suggest that you necessarily <laughs> don't necessarily <laughs> log in. Um, if you, we're also on uh, uh, live streaming on Twitter as well. So um, I guess Facebook slash The Financial Guys. Uh, our Twitter feed is FinGuys, at The Financial Guys, or at Financial Guys. And then you can always go to our website as well. And you can send us questions through that also. Use us as a resource at uh, thefinancialguys.com. I also want to plug a couple of workshops coming up. Uh, one's going to be on August 8th with Ron Reinstein, our certified divorce financial analyst, along with Mike Hayflick, who is our certified Social Security claiming strategist. That's going to be Tuesday, August 8th at the Buffalo Marriott on Millersport at 6 p.m. They'll be discussing the three phases of financial life. And then, Abby, you have a seminar coming up mm -hmm. also with Mike Hayflick for women only. Correct. That will be August 1st at AAA. So Correct. we have to be both a AAA member and a woman to attend that, right? And technically, you don't have to be a AAA member. It's it's primarily for AAA members, but if you show up and you're not, we're, you know, you can we're not absolutely gonna, You're not going to kick them out? Yeah, and we do a series with AAA for women. Uh, there's four or five of them a year, and there's a different topic every couple months. And so a lot of the women come back. It's very discussion-based, very what's your scenario, and Mike's going to be there as the expert to answer questions, just uh, primarily Social Security this time, which people have been asking for. So super excited. August 1st at the AAA on Sheridan Drive here in Williamsville. Perfect. 633-1515 if you'd like to sign up for either of those workshops or just get a, a, a schedule of our upcoming workshops, 633-1515. Before we go back to the phones and take uh, questions, we'll go to our investment guy and talk a bit about stocks with Dave Mariocker. 
Frank, that would be your cue to uh, play the uh, the theme music for Dave. <laughs> Dave, I'm not going to even pull him up yet because I want to uh, intro Dave here. Dave, most of um, you listeners have, have heard Dave on the radio here. He talks about stocks. Dave is like the biggest outdoorsman I know, whether it be hunting, fishing, you know, making his own coats. Uh, he is a, 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 a quintessential outdoorsman. He's like a, a lumberjack. So, Dave Mariocker, how are you? Where's my theme music? Thank you. There we go. Well, you got to have the theme music as a lead-in. Yeah, Johnny Cash is always good. There we go. It just fits you, Dave. You're wearing plaid right now, aren't you? <laughs> Are you holding an axe? <laughs> oh, I'm better because I'm just coming home from uh, Bonds Meats out in Springville, and I just picked up, like, 150 pounds of uh, salami that he custom makes for me. And uh, summer sausage. You're going to share that at the office, right? <laughs> You're going to bring that? <laughs> yeah, Mike likes it too. Yeah, I'll bring it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, what's going on in the uh, in the stock market this week? Kind of a, a rocky week. Yeah, although earnings, uh, I think Microsoft reported all-time high, so the technology sector is very strong. Uh the, the rest of the sectors seem to be decent reports, but not moving much. The, the only other one I've noticed is the bio sectors come on in, I mean, that of a, probably a year and a half of beating. And you look at a company like Vertex Pharma, who had a report that their cystic fibrosis drug is 12%. 10 to 12% more effective than what they had expected. The stock went up about 40 or $50. So I, I really see that that company really coming on. And, and I would actually consider, it, consider uh, in full fair disclosure, buying that company in the uh, all-cap portfolio. Uh, that sector has been really all over the place. I mean, it's been sometimes hot, and, and but a lot of times not. So um, obviously, you know, know your risk tolerance before investing in anything that uh, that we mentioned here, because some things can be quite aggressive. Um, Dave, talking about the go back to the uh, the technology sector. Um, I know Netflix had a, a good report that's also in our all cap managed stock portfolio. Um, Apple seems to be doing well. Is there anything that is you know sectors that you would stay away from at this point that you'd say you know what they've come a long way, whether that be you know energy coming off the bottom or anything like that that you would say maybe take a pass at this point. We always talk about what to buy. What about what to sell and not to own? What was the rest? What about what to sell or not to own, Dave? Like any sectors you'd stay away from? I think the energy sector, if, if you have, if, and I talked about this before, actually uh, capturing the loss. If there's a loss there, I would capture the loss. I, uh, you know, no one could predict the future, but it appears that, you know, we're so efficient at extracting fossil fuels that, the price of these those fuels are going to stay the same. It, I don't. Appear, it doesn't appear to me that you know the, there's going to be a rise or a spike in you know any one of the crude prices and or natural gas. Well, with the uh, with the president opening up the federal lands and, and pushing more uh, and clearing the way for more exploratory oil and gas drilling, I would think that the prices, in your opinion, and and I think many of the the analysts out there are expecting that to stay pretty much flat to down, right? Yeah, and that's what we talked about. Is that Saudi Aramco company that's trillion dollars in market cap going public why would they go public now the only the only reason i can think of is this is the maybe where you know you're at a static uh, price in in crude coming on into the future 
same as with um, why did Baker Hughes merge with GE? Why did GE do that? Baker Hughes bought uh, a company by the name BJ Services about five or six years ago and really never got it, it never materialized a benefit. Maybe it was inside of the company, but it didn't show in the stock price. So they, why did they merge with GE's uh, uh, fuel and energy? It, it just seems like there's, they're all gathering because there's going to be a longer storm. Yeah. And GE weighed heavily on the Dow this week. That was a uh, one thing that did pull the market down, missed earnings, and uh, not a great report out of General Electric. So, and Glenn, you got to wonder, GE, and you know, it's a big conglomerate, you know, $250 billion market cap. They divulged them or divested themselves of their financials when? It, you know, recently the, all the financial companies have been coming on and doing doing well. Did they get rid of them and divested themselves of those uh, entities at the wrong time? I don't know that answer, but the GE stock is going down. It's, it's been trending downward. Yep. That would be one that would, uh, on my list personally, that would be a do not own. But again, please consult an investment professional before buying or selling any securities, as we, of course, have no idea what your risk tolerance is, your investment objectives, and things like that. So, all right, Dave, any final thoughts before we let you go? So if you're not an investor in stocks, always consider it. Like you say, Glenn, you got to be diversified. But, you know, if anybody ever has questions, I'm coming up on 25 years. So always welcome, uh, you know, new investors or someone's inquiring about it. You know, we got uh, been doing it a long time and always look forward to uh, new clients. Fantastic. All right, Dave, thank you very much. Have a terrific weekend, and I'll look forward to uh, some of that venison salami on Monday. <laughs> Drive safe. I'll see you. All right, that's Dave Mariocca, one of our investment guys. And uh, on our investment committee, manages, uh, co-manages a bunch of stock portfolios, lead manager on other stock portfolios. If you'd like to talk to him throughout the week, again, same number, 633-1515. That's 633-1515. As a reminder, we're streaming on Facebook as well as Twitter today for the first time ever. Woohoo! And uh, doing excessive thank you to Lily, my daughter, for setting this up for us and, and helping us out. My mom is also in studio today, kind of our, our program observer. So three generations of Wiggles in studio today here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Um, let's go back to the phones before we have to take another break here. And, again, we're, we've got about 20, not even 19 minutes left in today's show. Um, if you do want to join us here on the air, if you have questions for either me on the stocks and bonds or uh, Abby, same thing, financial planning, or Carrie in regards to credit, uh, debt, or uh, uh, or refinancing, things like that, again, 803-0930 and star 930. We'll go back to the phones, and we will welcome Kenny and Eden. Hi, Kenny. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm terrific, thanks. Um, well, my issue is I uh, have a small business, and I took out a business account with a bank, local bank, and they gave me the opportunity to get a credit card machine. Well, I had some financial difficulties, missed two payments, and Kenny, you're breaking up on us, buddy. Say that again. You missed two payments, and they sent me to a, a collection agency. Gotcha. So I I made arrangements with the collection agency to pay the bill, which I was fine with, but they're still hitting me for missed payments, and I'm up to like six now. So is this completely paid off at this point? You've worked it out and paid it off, but they're still making claims against your credit? No, I'm still making payments with the credit, with the uh, collection agency. Gotcha. 
and it, which is in a sense almost tripling my bill, my monthly bill. So I think I'd be beyond any collection. But I've been trying to get my credit in order. It's almost up to seven, almost hit seven hundred. Now I'm down to four. Hmm. I got to deal with that for seven years. Wow, Carrie, what do you think? Right. Um, when you talk to the collection agency, they worked out a deal with you. Um, I would call them again and advise them that you want to freeze on the amount that you've agreed to. When you call these companies, and especially collection companies, they just want to settle on a portion. Is it the bank that's now still charging or still hitting? No, the, uh, the credit machine company. Oh, so it's not the collections. It's the actual machine company. Yes. Um, I would call them and advise them that you are, you have an agreement with the collection company that they sold your debt to. So you can't, you can't be owing money to two places. They either sold your bill to the collection company or they're going to hold the bill themselves. Do you know what I'm doing? Do you know what I mean? I have called the other company and they, in a sense, said that until it shows that I've made payment that they're going to keep hitting me. Okay. I called, when I talked to the collection agency, she said that we don't keep in contact with each other. Right. And they told me, too bad. Right. I would, to be honest, at that point, I would probably contact a lawyer that specializes in, in debt settlement because what's happening is they're, one company is is hitting your credit and saying that you're delinquent while one is collecting on that bill and if you're making payments on time one of the two things should not be happening you can send um, a, a lot of uh, lawyers or you could do it yourself you could make a copy of your you know your statements that show you're making a payment to the collection company you could get a statement in from the collection company saying what how much you've been paying what the balance is now and forward that over to the company but to be honest sometimes you do need a little bit of muscle and a lawyer is a great way to put that muscle into effect right because i yeah will i be able to get those bad hits off of my account yeah if you've been paying on time you absolutely can do a dispute with a company with any of the three credit companies you can go on for free do a dispute and they have to give you a response back and they have to take care of the the inquiries that sh you know the hits that shouldn't be taking place so you can recoup that and then it does take about six weeks for your credit to re to notice a, a rebound in your credit oh beautiful because i'm in total fear i was just starting to be proud of myself no, uh, we'll, we'll we'll get you out of it. Give give Carrie a call at the office, and she can probably talk to you a little bit further about it and kind of guide you there. But she's right. It, you know, once they, you know, a company that's got a, a debt that you owe, if they sell that debt to a collection agency, that collection agency now owns that debt, and the other company should no longer be trying to collect on the debt that they essentially sold. So, right. oftentimes with a collection agency, how they work is they'll buy bad debt at ten cents in the dollar in the hopes that they can collect fifteen cents mm -hmm. back, you know, or twenty percent back of what you owe. And uh, but once that debt is sold, it's no longer the property of the the, the seller, right? So, right? Yeah, I would almost just go dispute it right with the credit bureaus because if they if they recognize that that's happening and they remove it, that's a no cost option for you. That's right. right. Obviously, getting an attorney involved is going to be a cost to you. So I would I would go that way first and say, here's proof of my payments. You know, I've been paying this company, and so obviously this other the bank is reporting an error. 
Right, and you can agree. do that. And and banks have to report and they have to answer inquiries from the credit. Each bank works with a credit bureau. If they have a dispute come in, the bank has to respond to those. So you can do that. Uh, you could do all disputes online, which is really nice. You could upload documents. You could write in your comments. So um, they're correct. Uh, collect, collection agencies are reporting to the, the credit bureaus. Credit bureaus are reporting back to the banks. They're all tied together. So the, the credit bureaus really have come a long way with their websites. Thanks, Kenny. Good luck. And, again, if you need us throughout the week, 633-1515. That's 633-1515. Let me sneak in one more here before we go to the break. We'll go to, let's see, John in Rochester. Hey, John, thanks for holding. We appreciate it. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Abby. Hey, Carrie. Yeah, hey, John. Listen, uh, you were talking about Solar City, and, you know, we've, we've talked about it before. What other country used to buy the land build a building, uh, give the equipment, and uh, uh, start an enterprise. It was the Soviet Union before 1989. Well, the difference is, though, is the Soviet Union kept ownership of that particular facility. They didn't give it away uh, <laughs> to, to the private sector business. But, but to me, it, it's amazing. But, you know, this, sol- this solar industry uh, – is, is thriving in certain respects because of the tax credits and a lot of the uh, low-interest loans and grants. But, John, do you know of any companies that are making money in this sector? Well, that's what I'm saying. My point is this. By giving away tax credits, low-interest loans, the government is uh, shorting themselves on revenue. Mm-hmm. So let's go with the, uh, uh, the, 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 the uh, successful uh, – Natural gas, some of the uh, water, you know, water energy, by, by, uh, like Niagara Falls, uh, petroleum, that type of thing. And th- that's a true test of success right now. Let's not uh, short the government on tax revenue with these tax credits and let the solar industry go on its own. And if it's economically feasible, that would be fantastic. Well, you know my thoughts. I mean, we are, you know, anytime the government gets involved in the private sector, it distorts the private sector. I mean, if you went to a company and said, listen, I want you to start this new product. This is how you're going to make money. You're going to build these solar panels for $6 a panel. You're going to sell them for $4 a panel. I'm pretty sure a six-year-old can figure this out, right? Mm-hmm. This is not a viable business. Right. And that's essentially what solar panels are. That's eventually what the business is. They build them for 20 They sell them for 10 That doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. On top of that... When you even look at the tax credits, I remember the town of Hamburg or something was able to get uh, you know credits, and so they were putting solar panels on the roofs. I remember them saying, "Well, the the break even is thirty years. Right. The downside is that the solar panels' life are only twenty years. Right. So again, you know, pure genius here. Let's put this on the roof. We'll we'll save you know we'll save uh, our on our electric bill." And our break-even will be 30 years, but these things are only going to last 20. Mm-hmm. Well, of course they're not going to do that unless they have government subsidies. So, you know, it doesn't matter, again, if it's health care, if it's uh, energy production, if it's banking uh, and lending, you name it. If the government gets involved in it, it distorts the free market. The free market is not a perfect system. Nobody ever said it was, but it is the most perfect system that we have discovered thus far. If you have the free markets without the government involvement – 
and then, then they don't make solar panels, right, until they're economically viable. They don't make solar panels at 6 to sell them at 4. They make them at 6 to sell them at 10 or something mm-hmm. along those lines. And if they can't sell them for 10 or they can't make them less than they're going to sell them for, then a private person doesn't put their own money in to start that business. Or if they're foolish enough to do that, then their business fails when they run out of money and that business is no longer in existence. And that's how the free market should work. But all this distortion from healthcare to banking to energy production and on and on and on is uh, is nothing but bad. So, John, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Have a terrific weekend. i got to take a very short break here, folks. We'll have one more segment when we come back. Uh, Dolores, you'll be up first. If you need us throughout the week, 633-1515. If you'd like to sign up for any of our workshops, we have one coming up on August 1st um, with Abby and Mike Hayflick. Mike Hayflick. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. It's for women only, talking about Social Security and women and investing issues, right? Correct. Uh, also, Ron Reinstein will be with Mike Hayflick out at the Marriott on August 8th. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be uh, 6 p.m. What time is your seminar on August also 1st? Also 6 p.m. Also 6 p.m. So if you want more information, folks, give us a call at the office, 633-1515. That's 633-1515. And if you want to sneak a call in here on the air, 803-0930 and star 930. Very short break. You've got the Financial Guys, News Radio 930, WBEN. Alrighty, welcome back. We've got the financial guys. Lincoln Park all day today, folks. Uh, be uh, for uh, Frank Arcuri here uh, producing in the uh, in the production studio there. Thank you very much for your help. Uh, unfortunately, tragic. Uh, the uh, lead singer this past week uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately took his own life. And uh, same thing with Chris Cornell at, uh, at Soundgarden as well, which is also very tragic. But uh, thank you to Frank Arcuri. Thanks to uh, Jason Somerville as well. Thirteen years uh, screening our calls uh, each and every week. Does a fantastic job. So thanks to those guys. Without without them, this show does not happen. So we do certainly appreciate it. If you want to join us here, we've got about five and a half minutes left in today's show, uh, 803-0930 and star 930. And for those of you that uh, you know joined us on Facebook and on Twitter, thank you very much. We'll continue streaming until the end of the show on Facebook Live and on Twitter uh, Periscope. You can follow us on Facebook slash The Financial Guys and Finn Guys at The Financial Guys on Twitter as well. We follow just us on got Twitter. a follower on Twitter. You want to do a shout out, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, a Buffalo Brew Pub, which mm-hmm. I had lunch there twice this week, actually. Uh, <laughs> follow us. So thank you very much. We appreciate that. And uh, fantastic food. I had their fish sandwich on, on uh, was that Friday? Mm. Thursday, and then I had uh, beef on whack earlier in the week. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's right down the street from our office on Main Street there, so that's one of our, our local favorites. So thank you to, to those guys. We are uh, we post a lot of the things that we talk about uh, on the show throughout the week, either to our Facebook page or to our Twitter feed. So please like us on Facebook. Uh, please follow us on Twitter, and uh, you can kind of get a sneak peek at what we're going to talk about on the weekends. In studio today, we have uh, Abby Gwynn, our certified financial planner, Women in Investing. Mm-hmm is your department and your focus. Um, and then we have Carrie Mackamer, right? Right. Um, in studio here as well. Carrie is part of the team focusing on, uh, you know, assisting uh, Abby and then focusing on credit and some of the debt, debt issues as well. Let me sneak in another call and then we'll come back to uh, some of the, the, the credit. And I've got a couple more questions for you if we can sneak them in. But we will go to Dolores out in North Boston. Hi, Dolores. How are you? Good. Thank you for holding, by the way. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Qu- quick points. And I have three points plus a question on bonds that I'll leave, call your office, so you can discuss it some other time. First thing is defense of Carl Palladino. Thank you, Carol. Thank you, David DiPietro. Thank you, financial guys. And thank you, uh, 
was it Russ Thompson? Russ Thompson, yep. Thank you for having those people on, by the way. In terms of Carl, if we go back to December when he had that horrible stuff, that's one thing. But this is what Jason said I should start with. They just had a vote relative to heading up the Board of Election over at the Buffalo school system. Mm-hmm. It was racism, six to three. I would not have called it racism if it was five to four, but it was racism, six to three. And I wanted to make sure that people knew about that in terms of what's going on, uh, the litigation. In terms of Carl and what he did in December, I would like to say he talked about uh, Michelle Obama going to a cave with a gorilla. He talked about... uh, What she apologized for. I was supposed to get mad cow disease. Let's go to the principal points of those two things. The de-education system in America, in the United States, is secular, anti-God, and who said we all came from gorillas? Evolution, the Snopes trial, and all these things. Shame on you people in the Buffalo Board of Education for not paying attention. The second thing is many people will not accept our cows because of mad cow disease. Let's pay attention to what's going on, people, instead of litigating, attacking, predicated on race, predicated on uh, uh, gender. You know what you do? You pay attention to the fact that we as American citizens need to protect, preserve our Constitution, our country, as unified human persons, whether you call them men, women, I don't care what, but we need to pay attention to that, and that's my thing. And for your information, if I may say this, the guy that just called, when you send anything in to anybody, certified return receipt request and put it on each page of what you are sending so they can't say we never got it. It's an empty envelope. That's very true. You can do that online now, as, as Carrie was saying earlier. But, Dolores, I appreciate your comments. Thank you very, very much. Let me just make a few comments before I, I get to your question. Um, in regards to Carl, I, you know, I, I wish people would judge people by their actions, not their words. As I mentioned earlier, he apologized for those statements, but his actions are to help the city school district that has been failing. You know, When he started, they were at a 42 43% graduation rate. Today, they're at a 63% graduation rate. Not that they're cheering 63%, but that's a hell of an improvement over where they were. Number two, you're right about the mad cow disease. And I want to make a point here. President Trump just got the a deal together with China to where now our beef uh, manufacturers here in this country will be able for the first time in decades export uh, our domestic beef into the Chinese market, which is huge for our cattle farmers here in this country. So thank you to uh, to, to President Trump. I've only got about 30 seconds left. Can you get your question in on, on debt, uh, Dolores? Oh, it was relative to bonds. Bonds, bonds. for me, I don't know if individual bonds or a bond, uh, uh, whatever, a bond fund is better. And what scares me is the inflation rate and how it affects your ultimate thing, where to invest in bonds, and very quickly, how do we get away from General Motors, all our bond money? <laughs> Great question, Doris. I appreciate it. I'm going to have to ask you to call throughout the week. I'm not going to be able to answer that here on the air just due to time. 633-1515. Thank you to Carrie McIver for being in the studio with us today, Abby Gwynn as well, and mm-hmm. Lily for helping us out with the Twitter and Facebook. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 633-1515. On behalf of Mike Lomas, I'm Glenn Wiggle with the Financial Guys. We'll see you next week right here on News Radio 930 WBEN.